And welcome to Drinking with the Devil. I'm your host, Thomas Hayden, and i like to welcome my special guest, that special someone in my life, my better half, and she's better half because she's smarter than me. And <laughs> I ask her a lot of stupid questions, and then I come tell y'all, and I sound really smart afterwards. I'd like y'all to meet Heather. Hi. So, quick break you down. We just got done hanging out at 3 of East Tennessee's haunted areas and today we're going to actually be talking about the Sissonbaugh Tunnel in Churchill, Tennessee. Um, long story short, it's not like there was a whole lot of activity going on but we really weren't there investigating. It's spooky. Very spooky. It's, but... I, I like the graffiti. The graffiti adds to it. It's a nice touch. Uh, the running water which is, as most people know, a conductor. A, a conductor. It helps energize the spirits around. And we did have some moving poison ivy. Yeah, nothing else moving, just poison ivy swaying in the wind all by itself. I should have recorded that. There was that. no wind. There really wasn't. There was no was wind. Like... There was just one piece of poison ivy doing its thing, and then it stopped. Well, that being said, I want you to keep in mind that, yes, we are staying on our mental health regimen, which means we take pill every morning and we refrain from drinking on a regular basis. I haven't had a drink since the last podcast I did, and that's been a while. Today, we are enjoying Boondock Saints brand Saints Whiskey, and yes, that shit is good. Very, very good. Vodka drinker, whiskey drinker. I like the whiskey. She likes the vodka. We're drinking whiskey. She's in the speak no evil. I'm in the see no evil shot glasses, which she purchased for me because she is fucking awesome and knows my taste. So, slauncha. Boy. Woo! Alright, so the story behind the Sissonball Tunnel. I told y'all I'm coming out with the truth tonight, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. We're not going to pussyfoot around. But before I can tell you the truth, you gotta know the lies. I don't always like telling you lies, but, uh, Tell me lies, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Here we go. So, the original story for the Sissonbaugh Tunnel is one of two. The first one I'm going to go with is the homeless man. Apparently, one time in the 1920s, a homeless man kidnapped a baby from Edward Sissonbaugh's house, ran it down to this tunnel, and randomly decided, hey, let's hold his head underwater when it started to scream and cry. If you're going to kidnap someone, make sure it's not a baby, because them bitches scream. Right. Um... The second story behind the Sissonball Tunnel is Ed Sissonball himself ran down to the tunnel and drowned his baby. Because he was screaming. Because he was screaming. Which, they do baby that. scream. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what they do. Um, yeah, neither one of those stories are accurate. And I'll tell you why they're not accurate. Because according to the U.S. Census, Ed Sissonball didn't die until the 1940s. And his kids and all that were still alive long after he died. So unless he came back and drowned a whiny-ass 40-year-old, you know, I, I, I don't it's know. It's possible. It, yeah, it yeah, is no. possible, you know. Sometimes our kid drives me nuts that I'm thinking, Shoo. I, 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 I could abort him now. It's, it's, it's not Why too late, is it? Why were you not born a mute? <laughs> Why? But no. Oh, uh, so, yeah, long story short. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. That's why this is called Drinking with the Devil, because he always shows up when we start doing my podcast. Not really. But, uh, yeah, so long story short, we're doing this outside, so you're going to hear crickets. We're enjoying the fresh air. We're enjoying the atmosphere. 
Um, it's nice where we live. It is. It's it's really nice out here tonight. But so the story is that if you go to Sissonball Tunnel, you're going to hear a crying baby, a screaming woman. You know, there's a whole lot of different question marks on why that is. And according to some of the family, and I'll post the actual news article I got this from, Edward Sissonball didn't like young people doing young people things in the tunnel. So he would go to the end of the tunnel, which I got a video of that will be going on the Facebook group page right after this airs. And what happens is Ed would go down to the tunnel and he would sit in a dark corner and go, <laughs> or he would, and it would echo through this tunnel and it would create the atmosphere of a crying phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. <laughs> do, 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 do. But, uh, so. And this, folks, is why we've been together as long as we have. So long story short, <laughs> it makes sense that Ed Sissonball would still today make those noises. True, true, because damn them kids. Little whippersnappers, don't be doing Get that. Get off my goddamn shit. lawn, kid! Amen. Get off my fucking lawn. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it, it's my show. I do what the fuck I want. That's why I have these <laughs> speak no evil class, because I should not be saying the bad words. <laughs> but they just pop out. Like I was saying, it would make sense that Ed Sissonball would continue to make those noises in the uh, afterlife. because yes, most hauntings are echoes and of what they did before. Yeah, it's very common to be a residual haunting, especially where you Frank. have running water. Unless it's our ghost Frank who steals things. Yeah. Obsessively kleptomaniac. He gives them back. He needs to give me my keys back. I don't think you're getting them back. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm getting those back. But uh <laughs> yeah. It it's got an eerie feel about it, especially if you walk down the tunnel by yourself and I bet it's horrifying at night. It's eerie. It's beautiful. You can tell it is a sacred space. It's one of those spaces that you walk into and you feel the air changes. Like it just stuff stops. And there was stuff going on around us. There was a gentleman mowing his lawn. There were kids out in the yard. But you couldn't hear this when you're standing at this tunnel. And there's this water rushing down from this creek going through. Um, very interesting energy there. You can tell that a lot of residual energy is there. And even residual, the things that people feel when they're in a place. The things that, if you've got generations and generations and generations of kids coming out here to party. And kids coming out here to do spooky things and scare themselves. This can in itself create a portal you know and, and a special feeling in an area you're wearing the uh, overalls tonight and you said party and the first thing to go through my mind is the door doano party 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 <laughs> god i would love to get a door on a podcast oh yes yes ah! oh, it's I like you're her. just getting out of the car i know it's party time right <laughs> yes but it does it, it's a there's a feeling to it that um I haven't felt that in a while. Um, 
in all fairness, we are transplants to Tennessee. We aren't from here. So we don't know where to go for a lot of this yet. We're learning. I, I've always liked graveyards for that sacred, special, calm feeling. Because that's usually where you get that reverent hush to everything. That peace. That peace, yeah. My backyard has it. It does. And that's part of the reason I love this place so much is because I get that peace in the yard. Well, one of the great things about Tennessee is you could randomly be walking and suddenly come up upon a cemetery. A cemetery, a random clearing in the woods on the side of the road. And you just know, you walk, you drive by it or you walk by it and you feel that. You feel that. Still, that stillness to it where. It almost takes your breath for a second. It's just yeah. like the atmosphere has woof. Whoosh, yeah. It's a whoosh feeling, almost like a, hey, come here, come here and sit down for a second. Hi, hi, what are you doing? Hi, hi, hi. Sit a spell and, and come feel me. I am a sacred place. And you know that someone at some point revered this area so terribly much that that reverence is just residual there. Well, I mean, it was his homestead. It's, it was his homestead, yeah, and that's important. It's where he spent his last years. I think that's part of what makes this house such a treasure is that the people who lived here, it was their homestead. It was where generations grew up. And you can feel it in the house. The house itself is bucked up on us a couple of times when we were doing renovations. Yeah. She's so very upset. She, she <laughs> likes to fry new uh, appliances. appliances. <laughs> yeah. But Spray water, things like that. So we went to the Boatyard Methodist Cemetery. Pretty place. Super um, pretty. Ooh. Now, it is believed... And this is another one I'm going to dispel because I'm here to bring the truth. Now, the story is Betty Witch Hazel Pierce was the only witch ever hung in Kingsport, Tennessee for practicing witchcraft. Truth of the matter is, W.H. Pierce is William H. Pierce. He was a entrepreneur. He was the who's who of the area. So I don't know where the story of Betty Witch Hazel Price came from. I honestly don't care where it came from. It's a lie. Now that does make me wonder, and we need to go out there and do a full-on investigation out there. Why do people get someone claiming to be Betty Witch Hazel Price? Well, aside from the fact that men can be witches too, um, there is nothing barring, you know, gender from practicing any kind of power work. So be PC about that. Um, you know, could have been, but realistically the accusations were they were hung for being a witch and he died of old age. So let, I'm wanting to dispel that. Let, let's get the truth Yeah, if he died at a out. ripe old age, then well, no hanging gigging. Yeah. No giggity giggity, giggity goo. You know. Short stop and a sudden drop. Hey, your old man should be hung. Why do you think I'm with him? <laughs> yeah. Well then. Anywho. Yeah, we're a couple shots in already and I'm enjoying this. I, I like having a live guest and i tell you why. There is a bouncing off of the energy. Now, like I said, I, I do want to go out there. I want to do a full-on investigation. 
cameras, EVPs, yeah. thermometers. There's something out There's there. something out there. I want to figure out why it's pretending to be Witch Hazel. Why is it going by Betty? Witch Hazel. Witch Hazel is the old witch in the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. Exactly. You know. It's cute. It is. It's appropriate, kind of. I mean, I think I had a cat named Witch Hazel at one point in time in my life. <laughs> what? It's appropriate. Healing energy. Witch Hazel's good for healing cuts and... Yeah, we have... Stopping itchies. Stopping a million itchies. thousand cats. Like, this is the Garden of Eden for cats. The energy in our house should be very under control. Being able to see into the... Beyond the veil. Beyond the veil. Yeah, if they just stop knocking that shit down, we'll be alright. I lose yeah. a lot of lighters. A lot, a lot of lighters. And we can't keep cat toy for five seconds because somebody ate it. Well, that could be the dogs, too. No. I watched one of the cats literally disembowel a, <laughs> a poof ball today in five and a half minutes. Oh, no, the plague doctor's coming to visit. <laughs> yeah, the pictures I'm going to be posting on the group will be having... My newest unofficial mascot, the Plague Doctor. He is my Vanna White. He actually did really good, and we got some really awesome yes. pictures. And I'm so proud. I of feel him. like it's going to add an extra context to the whole Drinking with the Devil podcast, into the video cast, into the into and into. Anyways, we went to this other area. Um, Kingsport, Tennessee, is actually a really beautiful area. We only live. A good little drive away from it and we go there and there's a river that runs straight through it so I I would be pretty pressed not to believe that there's more activity that we just don't know about yet I'm sure there's quite a bit now hopefully one day we'll get to go to Arkansas see your or mama Kansas as I like to call it which eventually, fingers crossed and the creek don't rise, we'll get to go to Avatar Crystal Mine in Arkansas. Mount Ida. Mount Ida, Arkansas. They're on Facebook. We'll get to see Boondock Star from National Geographic's The Boondock. Joe Ray. Or no, The Boonies. The Boonies. Yes. The Boonies, so sorry, the boonies. not The Boondock. Joe Ray, Mountain Man Boo, or Caveman Boo. Caveman. Caveman. Caveman Joe. And our loving, amazing, awesome mother, Miss Barbara. She is currently running Avatar Crystal Mine with the amazing Joe. Joe and our amazing Aunt Ro. Oh, that sounds like a country song. We got a Barbara, a Joe, and a Ro. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> They are fabulous people, um, light workers and crystal workers. Um, if you're ever in the area and you're a rock hound, look it up. They'd be more than happy to come see you or have you come see them. Um, it's a mom and pop mine. It's very small. I've been there myself with the youngin and we had a blast. In fact, there are crystals all over my yard that we regularly run over with the lawnmower. <laughs> I get cussed out a whole lot about my effing rocks in the yard, and I have to tell him at this point they are Dagan's effing rocks in the yard, yeah. not mine, because 90% of the ones we brought home belong to him. 
Now I had to carry them up the hill because he could not, but they are his. So. <laughs> well, we can say this. Barbara is a, A, she's got a PhD in metaphysical. Yeah, metaphysical science. Metaphysical science, thank you. I couldn't remember if it was science or art. She's I, I a dumbfounded. reverend in the Church of Light. She's a Reiki healer. Reiki She's healer. a published author. Author. Yeah, she has a book on Am. Oh my God, I can't remember the name of it. Look up Barbara Delosier on uh, Amazon. I'll make and put it on the Facebook page. I have a copy. Yeah. It's a great book. It's a I'll really I'll put great the link book. on there. That way you know exactly where to yeah. go. If you need to know anything about crystals, that's mm -hmm. your go-to reference book. That now, is your book right there. She could go into further depth and write an entire encyclopedia, but she decided to make a reference book because, let's be realistic, most people only skim the... They, that's true. That's true. You know, and unless they're going for, to school for this stuff, they just skim it. So, she, she gives you the shorthand version, but she doesn't leave anything out. Well, she also gives you some insight about the, the energy of crystals and the stone people which is a lot a lot for some people but there are some of us that understand that we're not all just made from clay there are deeper things um, we're an amalgam of so many different kinds of entity us modern day human people that um, it, it gets interesting. It does. Um, great. She is a amazing paranormal investigator. I'd love to go on a hunt with her again before too much longer. Because she is getting on up in years and before we know Don't it. Don't talk she, about that. She's going to live forever. She's going to live forever, but we're going to have to push her around places and she's going That's to start okay. yelling at us. And to. she's Italian, so she's going to call us dirty names. And she's going to tell me that my mama doesn't know how to make proper mozzarella sauce. Which is true. And, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Prego is not... It, Prego it, is not gravy. <laughs> it's, it's not gravy. I'm sorry. Can't nobody make gravy like Mom. That's... that that She's Jersey Italian, guys. So, like, this this is no game. She, she, she means it. Do not mess with her bolognese okay she will mess you up ah uh, we love moms yes yes we do i talked to her yesterday he's great they're yeah. all great everybody's great the mine is great and we need to get her to come up around christmas time winter time when she's got to close the mine because all the snow in our kansas they said she said they were closing in december january and february we need to get her to come up and go on a ghost hunt. I guarantee you, Bristol, Virginia, got I'm the sure Confederate. She would. I'll talk to her. She'd be fun to have on the show. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah, like I said, I told her I wanted to come up in November, but I got to see what everybody's schedule is like at the store to see if I can take some days off and wander up there, maybe like on a weekend and, you know, do a Thursday through Sunday thing, come back Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we need to make a trip to Louisiana. Guys, so there's a reason everything is falling into place the way it is. The reason I quit my second job 
I'm wanting to make this more of a large scale situation. Um, I'm looking for a slide-in camper for the back of the truck so me and the family can load up and go to actual haunted locations. And I'm not talking about commercial haunted locations. Uh, Stanley Hotel, I'm a firm believer it's a haunted location. I'd love to go there, but I don't want to investigate it. It's been investigated to death. Right. Uh, I want to go to the Ma and Pa inns that are possibly haunted. Um, the road we were on earlier today is called Nether, Nether Netherlands, End Road. Netherlands Road. And according to one of the fables that gets told in town, is a horse and buggy was going down the road on a foggy full moon night, crashed, and now apparently on foggy full moon nights, which every town has a foggy full moon night story. Well, we get a lot of fog. We, we do get, we get a, lot a lot of fog. Lot and of it's fog. right there on the river. Right there on the river. So... They say you can still see the horse and buggy on full moon nights when it's foggy. Now, figuring out when it's going to be foggy and on a full moon and blah, 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 blah. That would be really hard to, without being on Netherland Nether and road. We would have to camp out. And yeah. Because you never know when it's going to be foggy. You never know. Well, you can tell the full moon because like, we're almost there now. But, you know, the fog is the fog. In Tennessee, it can be foggy one place and two miles away, it's clear as a bell. It all depends on what the world decides to do. When they talk about the Misty Mountains, guess what, baby? We're in it. We are <laughs> I know, Misty. I speak no evil. <laughs> well, guess what? It don't matter. We didn't share enough spit. I think we're okay. In the words of my aunt, if that's the worst thing I put in my mouth, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love southern people they have the worst lines they could say in the most inopportune moments but they're oh, great they're the best lines they ever. are oh. watch this be the first time my aunt listens to a podcast and you're not supposed to tell the whole world about the stuff I say <laughs> shit you just keep talking oh, see what ends up you tell the whole world about the things I say <laughs> oh no I can't they, they, they think highly of me, so if I tell the whole world about the things you say, then they're going to think I'm, I'm a dumbass. I'm not talking ass. about the things that I say <laughs> about you. I'm just talking about the stuff that comes out of my mouth. As you say, the older I get, the more southern I get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will have y'all know that she doesn't beat me, and if you can't see me, I'm blinking SOS, okay? I do not beat him. She doesn't. I do not. She actually treats me I don't me even really throw good. things anymore. My aim is getting bad as I'm getting older. My eyes are going. It's just not pretty. Yeah. The truth is I'm not home enough to be <laughs> anybody. I don't have the energy when I do get home. See, guys, uh, we, we've been for the last, hell, for the last five years for you and the last, on consecutively five years for me, I took a two-month break from my second job, and then after COVID hit, they're like, we don't have no people. Can you come back? And I'm like, sure, I'll come back. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up being there for another two years, almost to the day. Working like a slave. <laughs> like, literally, almost to the day. When I got my termination notice the other day, I was six, seven days off from being two, two years, years to the day. And I'm like, that's kind of crappy. <laughs> but, you know, I give them enough notice maybe if I ever need that job back I could go back hopefully I never have to go back they would take you back I I'm sure they would but now me I don't know 
I, I, if I, I quit, I don't know. I would hurt a lot of feelings with that. I, I threatened to walk out of the store naked so that they couldn't hire me back. <laughs> just go in the back office, strip, clock out, and just leave. Thomas, I threatened to punch the boss man in the face. Uh, you know, he deserves it. The White Walker. Every time he comes to Tennessee, he's from Ohio. Let me tell you what happens when Yankees come to Tennessee. Y'all bring your coal. 20 degrees. It drops 20 degrees. Now, she's from Detroit, Michigan, all right? It's not cold when she comes down. You know why? Because she's acclimated. <laughs> if y'all going to come down here, you've got to stop in Missouri <laughs> Let it sit and then come this way. you got <laughs> to acclimate in Missouri it. from this point on. Guys, if you come to Tennessee and you happen to see me, I like to wear my drinking with a devil shirt. I do. Um, if you see me, come say hi. I don't give a shit. Hell, if you need a hug, I'll give you a hug. You can ask her. I love to hug people. It's a little weird. It is a little weird, especially when they don't know I'm coming in for the hug. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? It's like, shh, just act like you're my girlfriend. Shh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> she comes up and says, I am so sorry. He's an idiot. <laughs> I am. But I'm so sorry for him. I am so sorry. I'm going to talk on the radio it, it's yeah you kind of wanted to do this though you've been talking about doing this for a minute and it's just been getting you on a time when you actually I never have time yeah no time there's never any time there's never time to be Heather there's always time for someone fucking else there's always time for someone fucking else <laughs> it's been a lot of money you know well, guys, this has gone off the rails, and I love it. I love the realism. Okay, what are we doing now? We're just talking shit at this point. Well, what were we supposed to be doing? <laughs> well, we were talking shit about the haunted places we've gone, mm -hmm. but we've already covered it. Did we cover all of them? Yeah, because there's really nothing to cover without actually doing a real investigation. Uh, we were there. We got some energy feeling. We looked around. Now it's time to actually... Game plan, strategize, play some Stratego, figure out what we're going to do, figure out pictures. Uh, we got some good pictures. We got some good pictures. We got some good pictures. Uh, the boy, he'd be photogenic. I get my uh, wireless microphones working again. I'm going to go actually start doing on-the-street interviews. I'm going to call That's it public fine. intoxication with drinking with the devil. Uh, 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 you're gonna have to come down to my store. I'm going and harass to harass my people because I'm pretty sure Arthur would talk your ear off. Oh, I would, he love, would it. love it. Oh my gosh! And Arthur's got so much life experience that he might not be talking about ghosties and shit, but boy, he could tell you some shit about some shit. <laughs> well, you know, he might be talking about ghosts, but they're euphemisms. <laughs> It's not going to be the ghost you think he's talking about, guys. Just saying. No, love me some Arthur. No, you love Arthur. Arthur's the best. He is. So, that being said, guys, it's been great. It's been fun. This has been one of the best podcasts. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so excited. I've got so many plans on where this is going to go. And if you see someone pop in my DMs talking about what are you doing in my yard, 
That's Congratulations. me. <laughs> Why are you in my yard? I have again? to remind her sometimes that Creeper. I do own part of this property. <laughs> it is part mine. But that being said, guys, I've missed y'all. I'm so glad to be back. This has been a blast. Um, also in my yard. He ain't in been in yard. my yard lately. Guys, trust me, it's been safe. <laughs> ain't had to deal with no weird shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, other than myself. Yeah, other than me, me in the yard. But, you know, I ain't seen him in my yard. How's that? that might Except be for mowing thing. the grass. No, I mowed the grass today, and you were not in my yard, sir. Last week, or two weeks ago, also. I was not home. You weren't home. I don't like mowing the grass when you're home, though. Because you tell me I'm not... that's how you're doing it wrong. Exactly. You tell me I'm not doing it right. It's like, where the fuck's the crop circles? It's like, you're not supposed to do crop circles, Heather. It's supposed to be left and right. It's like, my daddy was a Marine, and he did crop circles. You ain't seen my crop circles I've seen today. your crop my circles. My crop circles are perfect. They are the bossest crop circles in the freaking world. I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> All Got right, guys, we've gonna we're gonna have a shop opening up within the next three to six months on Etsy. Just saying. There will be a link on brewing. the uh, Dan Deadly site, www.dandeadly.com. I'll have a link for Heather's shop that she's she's brainstorming, and I'm just going to be putting in my energy. I'm going to. Be following her lead. We're going to be making some really cool stuff, kids. Really cool stuff. So if you're into that witchy stuff, then you need to check it out. Well, see, that's the great thing. There's going to be witchy stuff. But then there's going to be voodoo stuff. But then there's going to be Christian stuff. But then there's going to be... Oh, I do know. Yeah. Ooh. I do love a poppet. We can make voodoo dolls. We can make crucifixes. We can make prayer rugs. I don't know about Gregory, though. I don't like fucking with chicken feet. Oh, yeah. It's gross. We can do whatever we want to do. True it's going to be our store, and it's going to be all things spiritual. Every, every aspect. We are non-denominational. We're going to have ghost hunting supplies. Spooky things. Spooky. Spooky. I love spooky things. Spooky seasons every season. Fuck you. Yes. This is my favorite <laughs> time of year. We shop spooky shops, and we spend way too much money on stupid things with skulls. Okay, what most people call decoration, we call decor. Yes. I mean, they've seen Fred Deadly. They've seen Fred. <laughs> he, he's been in some of the live shots. I mean. Yes. I, I spend way too much money on Halloween things, but I love them so much. I love black cats and pumpkin heads and skeletons and oogie boogie from Night Before Christmas and all of these things just make me live so but this is going to be a full on family venture everybody in the family is putting in their energy um I want to start making bath bombs bath bombs with like actual lavender and you know. I gotta grow yeah we got a lot of stuff we got to do I gotta, that's I gotta why it's though, going to be three to six months spot. out I mean it's going to be a minute I work too much kids I work too much. I work way too much, and I'm only home one day a week on a good week. So my time is limited, even though my thoughts are big. So since I still like to sleep a little. Occasionally. Occasionally. Even though I don't sleep nearly as much as I should because I'm old. And 
I'm getting older, and I'm too mean to die young. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Well, I mean, you know the saying, only the good die young. We're going to live fucking forever. I'm going to be 105. <laughs> I feel it. So, but I'm going to work really hard on getting some really cool stuff out to people. And I would like to make it <clears throat> the next path in my life. Because um, <clears throat> dealing with people, I'm getting too old for it, guys. I really am. I, I need them in a smaller serving than I'm getting them now. And I'm getting them in a single serving now. So I really need them with a buffer. I, I really do need all my dealings to people to start being with a buffer. Because people are wearing my nerves out. You know, we could uh, always make the complaint department the CDC hotline. <laughs> <laughs> people call to complain and they have to talk to the CDC people. <laughs> yes, people Poison are control. a plague. People are a plague. <laughs> But the Patreon, I finally got approved the other day. Um, I'm going to be putting the link on dandeadly.com. So if you want to support me, anything you donate, I greatly appreciate. But guys, I got to tell you, my tears are some that you'll never see offered by any other podcaster. So the first tier, you get an 8x10 autograph whoever's in it whether it be the plague doctor it'd be me <laughs> it'd be heather whoever you want an eight by ten of i'll get it and i'll get it signed for you it may not be signed by them but it'd be signed you know it would probably be signed by them because i'm quite annoying when i want something he is. um it's the rough. second tier i actually will do a monthly meeting with you to discuss where we are going what is coming up what we're leaving behind you actually get to know what's going on and the third tier which is like fifteen dollars that's five ten fifteen um you actually get to be a part of the decision making i am going to allow y'all as a group and because it takes money to do what y'all are going to want me to do y'all will be allowed to help me make decisions of where am i going to go how am i going to get there how am i going to fund it where is dan deadly going and dan deadly will probably be getting changed because it's a pseudo name I started using a long time ago because I didn't want people hunting me down but now I kind of really want people to hunt me down and tell me their story tell me your truths because science can only go so far and the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence and I get so annoyed by people saying well there's no evidence of ghosts bullshit it's just all empirical if I may interject interject I have been haunted, not my houses, not the places, me, since I have been 15 years old, because I decided to take on someone else's imaginary friend. He goes everywhere with me. This is Frank. Frank's name was originally Bubba, because the person that I inherited him from was not white mentally all with us anymore and I don't think he had a way to quantify what he was dealing with so Frank has been with me for 30 or no 21 years 21 years we've been together I see him when I dream sometimes and he steals my one, car keys he's he steals things he's really um 
he's a terrible child. But, he's but not he a child. keeps he's everything a, else at bay. He's a grown ass man. Um, he loves our house, which makes me live because he approves. Some places I've lived, not so much. Gulf Air. Yeah. Well, there was too much stuff going on. He but, didn't like Gulf Air. Well, because there was the lady and the child in Gulf the Air. And bad energy. The lady and the child in Gulf Air, and he didn't like them. <laughs> but there are things here, and he gets along with them just fine. Um, now that we're away from uh, Kingsport. Yeah, he wasn't happy. The random Kingsport, kid running in our house. It was too small for him, and there was a child, and he didn't like the child. But, so... Why you can't always quantify and say scientifically there is something there. Empirically you can. I, empirically you can. I've literally I've had I've had mirrors move. I've had knives unsheathe themselves. I've had things fly at me out of cabinets when I it was upsetting to people. I've seen so many things. And experienced so many things in my life that, you know, I believe in things. I believe in haunts. I believe in spirits. Almost every one of the stores I've ever run has been haunted by something. Because what else can you say when it's 3 a.m. and a freaking thing of M&M's randomly falls on the floor and you put it back. And then another thing of M&M's falls on the floor as soon as you walk away. You know? Well, you know, they say there's no such thing as coincidences. You were raised in Norfolk, Virginia with a yellow fever cemetery. The only other place you lived as long as Norfolk, Virginia is Port St. Joe, Florida with a yellow yellow fever fever cemetery. cemetery. I mean, there's no such thing as coincidences. There's energies that pull us everywhere. And I got Frank in Norfolk. You got Frank in Norfolk. And, guys, let's be realistic. Okay, so... You've got to be a special kind of something to deal with me. You have to, because my ADHD energy is freaking everywhere. Off the chart. Um, I, I dance with Pikachu through Walmart, singing, and I've had the time of my life, all and I time. owe it all to Chew. <laughs> As in Pikachu. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's what we do. We have fun. We keep the energy up and going. But... That burst of energy I have does tend to bring stuff activity. It Things like to feed off my energy when I go places. So Heather is my conduit, and Mom and Heather make fun of me because I can't do a paranormal investigation with shoes on. No, I can't. He has to be. I have to be Fred grounded. Flintstone people. The man is constantly barefoot. I am. It drives me insane. I'm like, you're going to step on a piece of glass. I'm going to have to take you for a tetanus shot. It's going to get ugly. <laughs> I cannot be anywhere without shoes on. I have to if be grounded. If I take my shoes off, I can guarantee you if I stand for more than five minutes, the earth will be scorched. <laughs> like I said. Because I draw so much energy from whatever I am around. I have to be grounded because I have to be able to pull the energy and push the energy. It, ha- it has to be a constant motion because if I don't... I hurt things. You don't. This is true. 
You know, I'm not saying she might have a poltergeist as well, but I'm just saying sometimes when she's not sleeping that well, I get thrown off my bed. I'm just saying. Maybe just a little bit. Just a it's little Frank. bit. Frank gets cranky. Frank does get cranky. <laughs> Frank gets cranky. But Frank Frank me- is my poltergeist. I'm telling you, when shit goes missing, mm. it's because, you know what, Frank stole the hairbrush? We've had a hairbrush missing for three weeks, kids. And I'm not fucking with you. Three weeks, and it's because I have not brushed my hair because I have a haircut that I no longer need to brush my hair. I just look like Tim Burton all the time. I find it beautiful. I don't have to brush my hair. But everybody else in the house is like, Mom, what's the hairbrush? Oh, my God. It was in the bathtub. Three weeks missing. <laughs> it's in the bathtub. We bathe every day, so, I mean, it, it hasn't been there. At least once a day. Six times a day. Ain't nobody stinky. There's Mm-mm. six people in our house. Amen. So there's six times a day. We ain't taking a bath together. That that that's. It's big. It's not that big. That that's my alone <laughs> time to let all the air that has sat there and festered in my belly out. Other words, I fart in the shower. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's what I do. I try to be polite. I try to keep my stinkiness to myself after hours. I wait till everybody goes to sleep. It was a learned, I had to learn to be that thoughtful. It wasn't something that came naturally. That means he got tired of me going, oh my God, what is wrong? Are you dying? Probably. Are you dying? I I do have a horrible diet. Me too. I eat pure pickled ginger out of the jar. Honey, I thought I was... I thought I was channeling you the other day. <laughs> I was at work and I went to the bathroom and I farted and it smelled so fucking bad. I was like, I need some of that VI poo stuff because oh my god. We I need- walked out and I looked at Arthur and I was like, Don't go in the bathroom because I'm sorry and he just started laughing. <laughs> so it sounds like we have a next step in our mental health regimen. We're gonna get on a healthier diet. Because I work too much. I know. And I eat way too much freaking um, fast food. Fast food. Because it's late when I get home. I often, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, guys. It's like 7 30, hey, 8 o'clock. I'm on a, I, I've been actually staying on my diet. The other day I ate three donuts. I wanted four. I'm dieting. I, I, I said seafood. no fourth devil. I, I'm on a seafood diet, guys. <laughs> like, I'm fat. I'm not even going to lie. I'm in my 40s. I don't care anymore. I'm just like, ooh, what are we eating today, kids? I'm hungry. Faces. Faces. Faces Faces feed the soul. They do not feed (laughs) the belly. This is true. Guys, this has been just one of the most epic fucking podcasts I've ever done. We'll do it again. We will be doing it again. Because I got things I want to talk about. We got shit to say. I got shit to say. <laughs> I've got shit to say, and I know shit. I've got I'm something like to say. <laughs> I just can't talk do shit. that. <laughs> <laughs> Even that's too much for this one. <laughs> uh, I, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, that that might be a little much. Is this really a fuck situation? I mean, I can understand it has a goddamn or two. That quickly, yes. <laughs> But I would, there are things that I would love to talk about because I know things. And as he said, it's true. I know things. I know things about things he doesn't. I drink and I know no things. Shit. I know shit. Exactly. <laughs> I drink and I know shit. And I'm not even going to go into the rest of that one because it's true. Even to this day, I know everyone. 
I knew who they were screwing. I knew where they'd been. I knew who they hang out with. It's me! Me! I'm the guy! I know everybody! (laughs) Yes. If you catch that reference, you are now my bestest friends. In the world. In the world. We love you. We love you so much. We're kind of like 7-Eleven. We're not always doing business, business, but we're we're always always open. open. Guys, I'm drinking Boondock Saints brand Saints whiskey. Troy Duffy, if you are listening, you you. owe me like a sponsorship at this point because this is two bottles of $175 whiskey. No, this one was $175. Yeah. It's so good. It hurt, but it is so goddamn good. It is. It is so. I don't even like whiskey unless it's Glenlivet. I'm a whiskey snob, kids. I'm a whiskey snob. This and stuff I will drink is the good. Show this whiskey, and I will have a hangover tomorrow, and I'm gonna roll into work and look at Arthur. And be like, <laughs> Don't talk to me, Arthur. My head hurts. I drank too much whiskey last night. And you know what he's gonna say? That's what you get. You know what's funny is I actually <laughs> brought out the shot glasses to prevent us from drinking too much. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually enabled us to drink more. Spill all over my chin. Got a hole in your lip. I remember when my son was little, I used to tell him all the time, You got a hole in your mouth. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. If I got a hole in your lip, son, you got shit all over your front. (laughs) Guys, we love that kid. This has been amazing. We're doing it again. Um, I might actually start recording my podcast instead of doing them live. Because A, doing them live doesn't benefit. Facebook sucks. Mark Zuckerberg get fucked. Um, I actually got a ban because I made a Jeffrey Dahmer joke. I posted a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer eating a cheeseburger saying, this doesn't taste like it has five guys in it. I got a ban. I can't do a oh, Facebook live. Oh, I saw live. that. That's funny. <laughs> so the other day, I actually posted just the words. I put, Jeffrey Dahmer went out for a cheeseburger, and after taking one bite, he said, and I still, it hasn't been pinged, it hasn't been banned, it hasn't been nothing. But the picture itself of Jeffrey Dahmer eating a cheeseburger saying that got me a banned. I can't do a live on Facebook for 20 days. Hey, Zuckerberg, get fucked. You virgin motherfucker. You know what? He can't do a live, but I can. Because I'm not in Facebook jail. And like I said, I actually enjoyed this little bit of me time and Thomas time. Because I really do like him, even though we never see each other. Rarely. Rarely. Um, so maybe, 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 we'll do it under my time we, we and might. not his time. Uh, I'll make you a moderator on the page, and that way it's just whoop, whoop, right up in there. So they can put me in fucking Facebook jail, because I don't give a fuck. I'm going to slide right up in there like Bill Cosby on a Saturday night. Ooh, going to roof me? Ooh. Nah. <laughs> He's NyQuil. Oh. Oh, so he went the cheap route? Yeah, he's spending Ew. no money. There's a reason he's a doctor. That tastes better now. Or smells better now. I'm actually drunk. <laughs> Take a swig. It's not it's bad. It's peanut butter whiskey, kids. I'm, I'm not sure about hold up, this hold up, situation. Hold up, hold up, hold up. But it's it smells like crap 20 minutes ago. Screwball peanut butter whiskey. It's actually the good peanut butter. I got some peanut butter whiskey down in the basement. Oh my god, it makes you want to fucking spit it up. That actually isn't that bad. Glenlivet rolls, kids. Glenlivet rolls. It tastes like flowers. Makes you cry, though. Not recommended if you're in a good mood. You like peanut butter, so I figured you'd like that. At least a quarter of it went up my nose. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just saying. Guys, but... I'm the one with the fucking snozz, and she gets the drink up the nose. Woo! It's from the Everybody 80s, you know. Your sinus is out. <laughs> I never did cocaine, thank you very much. What? I did a whole lot of. Oh yeah, I forgot. You're poor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we didn't have no money. <laughs> we did a lot of weed and we did a lot of mushrooms and shit. But we did not do any any cocaine. We did not have the money for cocaine. That was a rich people drug. Thank you very much. Was, still it is. is. <laughs> well, you know they had crack, but we didn't do that either. Look. Cocaine has gotten so expensive, even Hunter Biden does crack. Ba-ding-ding. Ding. I mean, legit. The Duke has access to anything. See, that's tasty now, but when I smelled it an hour ago, I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm, sir, I'm not putting that in my body. <laughs> Just saying, beer goggles are not only, they're not only for, for sight. They're, they're not. not. They're for smell and taste too, because that that peanut butter whiskey was actually—that's not too shabby. I figured you'd like it. That's why I grabbed it. Now the I other stuff. And Justin gave it to you. Justin did give it to me, but I grabbed it from inside. So one of my yeah, but the first time I smelled it, I was like. <laughs> one of my really good friends, like one of the best people I met since I've moved to Tennessee, he gets me out of the house every now and then, and. I'll go to his house and it will start with, okay, we're going to try this whiskey. And next thing we know, the bottle's empty and then we're trying seven other different types of whiskey because he is a whiskey connoisseur. Now, me personally, I didn't like whiskey because I only thought of Jim Bean and Jack Daniels and Maker Bleh! Mark. Turpentine and possum ass. <laughs> I've drank it. I promise. It's nasty. Don't do it. But he got me into drinking other types of whiskey. And ever since I've started drinking whiskey with him i've started bringing new whiskeys home and like heather you gotta try this and heather just looks at me like no i don't but i will i like my vodka kids i'm she rushing is, i can't crane. help myself you are not russian you are ukrainian let, let's separate the fucking gap at this point because uh i'm not getting hit with an nsa violation they're gonna be like my people from the <laughs> ukraine yes we are Guys, if I ever come up missing, all you have to do is come to my house and look for the pretty flowers that are growing because she put sunflower seeds in my pocket before she buried me. No, no. It's beyond sunflower seeds at this point. It will be something endangered. Look for something endangered because you can't <laughs> dig up endangered plants, okay? Yeah, that's true. That Actually, is the best you know way, what? children, if no. you ever, no, no, no. ever need Fuck to. Fuck you. If I turn up missing, leave me the fuck alone. I'm getting some sleep at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I already told him we do it the straight way. I would make sure that he, like, fell down the stairs and that I called the police after. The insurance people. Oh, the insurance people after he stopped breathing. No, no. I can still be breathing. The insurance people won't take a couple days to show up. That's true. You call them, then you call 911. Mm -hmm. Get that help. Pay off the house, get that life insurance money. Let's. Yeah, we'll just roll it that way. Live it up for a couple weeks, you know. We'll buy some takeout on me. We'll buy the house <laughs> off. We'll pay the house off first, you know. Which, you know, wouldn't be a problem for me. I can still pay for the house, but it, it would be a little harder. I would have to stop buying Halloween shit, and that would make me sad. <laughs> no, you just sell the Dodge. The fuck? I'd sell, I'd sell the HHR first. I don't like that it's, fucking car. Can't sell the HHR. We don't own it no more. 
I could talk them into that. You, you know I could. <coughs> so when, when Thomas talks about drinking with the devil, truly it's me in spirit. <laughs> drinking with the devil is playing devil's advocate. How's the best way to get to know what the devil believes without having to drink with him? Well. Oh, my God. If you, have, if you in your town have a beautiful, and I mean they've got to be beautiful, set of dirt road crossroads... Please message me on Facebook. Send us pictures. I want to do a live, full-on podcast. We live at the crossroads. No, I want a dirt road, Mississippi-style, uh, blues. We dirt. live at a crossroads. We people. live at a five-point star. That's even freaking better. We live at a pentagram. <laughs> Pentacle, pentagram, depends on orientation. I don't know where we're sitting. Pentagram, people. It's a pentagram, dude. <laughs> she knows orientation better than I do. I say you go here, you see a barn, you hang a left, you see a neighborhood watch sign, you keep going, you see a crazy kid playing with a basketball in the middle of the night, you've gone too far. Good directions. It's good stuff, man. We live in a great place. Well, we live on a pentagram. This house was made for us. It, it really was. We walked into the house. The house was on the market for a day. One day. We walked into the house, and we were doing a viewing. We're walking through the house, and some random person comes in, and she grabs the realtor by the arm and says, get this bitch out of my house. I did. <laughs> this was our house. We I knew did. It. This was my house. Um, the owner of the house actually told me we were a whole lot of stuff was going on. It was looking like we weren't going to be able to buy the house. Sad. And he looked at me and said, hey, what we can do is you can do a rent-to-own until we get the paperwork figured out. All over it. And then we're like, yeah, we'll move in this weekend. And we did. We literally did. Well, it was a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I've paid my taxes every year. Out of nowhere, I bought a motorcycle with tax return money one year. They claimed I didn't do my taxes on the year I bought a motorcycle. You want some of this? No, thank you. And I'm going to get super drunk. To we had to refile two years worth of taxes to get everything back up to date and pay back owed taxes on taxes I've already paid. You got money back, didn't you? No. Oh. I had to pay $600. Did you pay it or did I pay it? I paid it because oh. I had to go do the little signature loan thing. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, that was the bad one. Oh, you had to the pay the rent that one. Oh, I paid the rent. Yeah, with coins, by the way. We had <laughs> golden coins. And when I took that to the guy who owned the house, I took $600 worth of gold, gold coins. coins Pirate money, people. To Pirate him money. To pay the rent. And he just laughed. And he told me when I handed him that, he's like, I don't care what we have to do, this is your house. If he was you, a good guy. He was. I love him so much. And right before we could close on the house, he died. And I was heartbroken, and my soul dropped. I miss him every day. I really do. I we never really, really met him, but I miss the shit out of him. There is so much history in this house. Thomas keeps fussing about our little shed back here that I'm looking at now. And I love this little shed. <laughs> Not only because it's strange as all get out, because it's like three stories in one area. but It's a two-and-a-half-story shed, guys. Because on the inside... Of the bottom floor of the right-hand side. The left-hand side is taken by my goat. My sweet little fat baby. It's, it's his bachelor pad. It, yeah, it's his <laughs> apartment. 
at Yondu's apartment, but on the inside of the right-hand side, which is like a storeroom where we keep his hay, and, and we keep small animals, because yeah. our cats live in there, our the barn cats. The garage, which was supposed to be mine, is now a cat attack. It's good things, babies. It's good things. It's I'll, good I'll things. buy him another garage. Don't worry. I, I'm t- the basement's mine. He can have the basement. The upstairs know. on the garage is yours. And But it says that Denzel is a turd. And Denzel was the owner's older brother. So this place was the children's. Play that place. was their play. That was their play area. That's where they I didn't know out. that. That yes. is some information I didn't if know. If you walk in and look on the right hand wall. Well, I knew Denzel was a turd. I but didn't Denzel know that. Denzel is a turd, and I'm probably sure that he still is a turd if he's still living. You know, but there's so much history to this place, and this man loved this house so much that he literally asked our realtor, "What do you plan on doing with? What do they plan on doing with it?" And he said, "I think they're going to live there." And he was so excited that we plan on making this his home, his childhood home, our home. That, because he had turned down offers before. Yeah. Because somebody wanted to tear the house down. No, they wanted to develop it. Well, they wanted to tear the house down and develop the yeah. the, the area, the the land. Even worse, they wanted to tear it down and develop it. De- and he's like, no. Yeah, he no. told them no. And we planned on making this place our home and our home for our children. And that our generations, just, guys. Generations, yeah. I um, plan on, I mean, I hate to say it, but even if I buy other land in other areas, because I kind of want to buy some land in Arkansas. We're gypsies, guys. We really are. We're gypsies. So even when if I we die, have multiple properties, we're going to go to multiple properties. I want to be buried somewhere on this land under the weeping willow i want you to burn me under a tree i want you to plant a brand new fucking tree brandy new fucking brandy new tell you what japanese cherry tree because it's the tree we lost when we moved a cherry or a maple one of them sick maples that makes like the most amazing colors like a blood good dogwood. or something no not a dogwood dogwood's basic it's got to be something like a crimson. Well, I've got a crimson cream. A well, blood good or something that? with one of them crazy names. What's the one that makes the mountains look like it's on fire? The maples, baby. I thought you said they were dogwood. No. The maple like we got in the front yard. The one that keeps sprouting up 27 children every year. Yeah, I plan on I plan on being buried in this in this yard. I want them to have to put up a little freaking tombstone or at least put my ashes up under something. Because I don't really, I don't feel like I should take up space when I'm gone. You won't. It'll give me more of a chance to come back later. Mm. If I don't take up space when I'm gone. Llama. 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 I'm going to bury you with a llama. Don't kill a llama. I'm not killing a llama. I'm putting you in the llama's area. That's okay. Like right next to the fence, I'm going to plant a new tree right next to the llamas. These poor so people are going to be like, we know too much now. <laughs> yes, we want like llamas. TMI. I want the llamas. Llama, llama, llama. I love, actually not even llamas, alpacas, because alpacas are smaller and nicer than llamas. And yeah, we don't have that much yard. And we don't. We got We wanted a lot of more. Yard. We got a good yard. We got a we lot We got a yard. really good yard, but it's not enough to support more than like one. Two. Maybe two. We have two. to have two. 
Two alpacas girlfriend. and a donkey. Nah, I gotta a donkey. have a donkey. Well, no, we need a donkey to keep the llamas safe. Or the alpacas. I want a donkey so I can get drunk and dress up in a sombrero and with a poncho and go downtown and go to the Dollar General. Which, you know, I can tell y'all Dollar General is right down the road from my house and that could be anywhere in America. Amen. Like, I'm surprised my garage hasn't been converted into a Dollar General while I'm at work like one day. Like a pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck happened to my garage? Welcome to Dollar well, that General. that would make Dagan happy. <laughs> piss me the fuck off. You're like, y'all gonna cut my grass too? Y'all gonna pay to get that done? No. Yes. Yes, but, uh, yes, I, I do like a mini farm and... I like my animals smaller and more easy to handle, so alpacas are the way to go. One day we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get it. We're working um, on it really hard. <laughs> see, this is the fun part about drinking with the devil. It starts off, we're talking about an actual subject, and then it just veers off into drunken conversation. <laughs> and usually it's me by myself, so you know the shit I talk about when I get in my yeah, head. Yeah, but I got shit to talk about. You can give me any kind of subject that I can talk about. I can give you subjects to talk about. Like, I want to name our little store Baba Yaga's Hut. Oh, that's easy. I like that. Because one day I'm going to have a Baba Yaga house in the yard. I don't give a shit what you say. I will find four tree stumps that look like chicken feet, and we will do this. We would have a little Baba Yaga hut in Just to scare the fucking neighborhood kids. We are terrible. Getting That's getting edited. We that are terrible Boonock Saints fans. It's my fault. I, was I will own that all fucking day. You will. because I it started that. And did. I have perpetrated that whole thing for, oh my God. You've made an entire fucking fan club at this point. How many years? I just bought... One of my employees, the whole Nothings one and two, like six months ago, so he could watch it, so he would understand half of the sub references that I used, just half. <laughs> so now when I say things like "oh, that's liberating, isn't it?" His he understands where the fuck I'm coming from. <laughs> it's good to meet you, son. They call me fuck ass. Yeah. It's nice to meet you, fuck ass. I'm Romeo. Mm -hmm. This is our Mexican. God, I love this. Yeah, this is our Mexican. Oh, my God, we need to watch that. We do. We do. Next Tuesday. But we got to do the podcast. We got all day before we do the podcast. And that's true. As soon as I get home from work, we're... we're, we're. Okay. So, let, story time. Story time. Story time. <laughs> so... I am horrible about if I pop in the Boondock Saints movie... And I grab a bottle of whiskey and I sit on the couch. We you do, don't we talk to, do to Thomas. We used to do a drinking game, but you figured out you were drunk 20 minutes in, and it was you say fuck, or you drink every time somebody says fuck. What the fuck? What you fucking fucks? How'd you fuck? 20 fucking minutes. Fuck. You're done. Whoa. You're throwing up by the that end of the That certainly illustrates movie. the diversity of the word. Who the fuck is this bitch? What the fuck? Who the fuck what was, was that? What was his name, bitch? <laughs> Well, before your friend digs into his deeper vocabulary there, oh, no, you fucking didn't. Oh, yes, I fucking did. Exactly. Oh, my God. If any of the Boondock Saints characters, any of them, chiefly, if you want to be on my podcast, come on. I just want to know, does Swift Duffy smell as good as he looks? 
I just I gotta know. He looks like he smells like that fray. He um, looks like he smells like a bad night of drinking whiskey and waking up to shepherd's pie. No, 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 no. He was no. wearing fucking overalls in the first one. Shady bitch. <laughs> Listen. Troy Duffy actually looks like he uses that goddamn $120 fucking goddamn uh, No, no. In the movie, detergent. though. In the movie, yeah. He looked like he smells like I've bad seen whiskey. him outside of the fucking movies. Oh, yeah. And he looks like he wears that fucking $120. He uses that $120. By the way, Troy, goddamn. if you're fucking listening, I didn't get 527 so you need to do another one, and you need to hold the <laughs> bottle for me and I'm tired sign. of spending money, Troy. <laughs> we need the this special bottle. <laughs> Fuck it. Dude, every time you release a bottle, I'm buying one. Amen. Um, I, I think it's my turn this time because I bought one and he's bought one and now it's back to guys, me. Guys, I've got. Bong here. I was going to go to. It's uh, so good and I'm going to be so hungover in the morning. I was going to go to Knoxville it. Fan Fest. Uh, David Delarocco and Sean Patrick Flannery were going to be there and I was going to take my empty bottle of Saints whiskey and get their autographs right next to it. You know, that's the funniest part. He's the only person whose name is actually David Delarocco. Because how can you fuck that shit up, Tom? You don't get more Italian than David. You can't get more Italian. I mean, the two Irish guys won't, but the Italian guy, he's kind of an idiot. David DeLaRocco. And he looks like a fucking Rocco. Tell me a funny joke. I've had a shitty day. I've had a shitty day. Tell me a joke. What, now? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I'll have a Coke. (laughs) <laughs> it, it literally is one of those situations where I have started a type of influenza and I've been perfect I found the Boonock Saints in a $5 bin in Walmart in Walmart and it's been all like Donkey Kong years Kong's. ago $5 because I used to dig through the $5 bins when I made dolls. And I made dolls, people. And eventually Ooh. I will make dolls again. Yes. Heather's Earth babies need to come back. And I used to put in a vacuum, something in the DVD player to watch while I made the hair for these dolls. Which is like hand sewn. Just yarn. But you hand knot it. And it takes eight hours to do a head of hair. That's like fraggles. But they're so fucking cute. Which, you know, that's really funny that you say they look like Fraggles. Because you're watching Boondock Saints, you're making Fraggle-looking dolls, and then who comes on TV but Doc? Yes. <laughs> Doc, yes. Wasn't his name Doc in the Fraggles, too? Yes. Did you? <laughs> and I think it was the same dude. It is the same dude. Oh, my God. It's, it's the same guy from it's the beautiful. Fraggles. It, it's serendipity. So I would put something into the, the, serendipitous the VCR serendipitous or the, the DVD player to watch so I could like sit and string this hair through. You know, so I'd go digging through the $5 bins at Walmart to see what I could find that I hadn't seen yet. And the amount of random ass crazy movies that I've turned people on to, like The Breed and... The Order. The Order. Oh, that's a Heath good Ledger. And that chick with the thing, and I can't remember her name, and she's so fucking cute, and she was in Weir Scudders. No, her best fucking movie. And The Night's Tale. A Night's Tale, oh with my Heath God. With Heath Ledger, Ledger again, <laughs> rail, she was hot. Kind of looked like a... If she wants to be on the podcast, 
I'll have to she fly and I'll like be there. She was like a, almost like Lisa Bonet, but not. She was in, uh, oh my a God. A realer Lisa Bonet. So she was in uh, Sleepy Hollow, the was TV series. Yeah, the second, yeah. or the final season. And she was in um, We Were Pines, too. I don't know if you ever saw that, but she was in the older. She aged well. She, fucking she ages like fucking wine, guys. Girl, fine wine. Mm, sexy. Mm, girl. Whew. That, that beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, I'm going to have to do a Hail Mary for that the one. Order of the Wolf. Um, things like that. Strange, strange movies that I've seen. That I really didn't hunt for. You know. Just random ones that I found. I've gotten and I more pleasure. And I watched and I'm like, dude, yo, you need to watch this because this is a really good fucking movie. I got more pleasure from the $5 bin than I did from the $20 movies. I spent $20 on that fucking Brotherhood of the Wolf. I love Brotherhood of the Wolf. What are you talking about? But I spent $20 on it and I watched it once. I spent $5 it's on Boondog Saints. It's six hours long. It is. But, but it's so fucking much. It's so much. I literally sat down and did that shit in one six-hour stint. Ooh. One six-hour stint. God love dude, you. I was, I was, no, I was putting hair on <laughs> Tsunami. And she was like this pale blue, like. Hey, guys, this is going to be a good luck episode. A shooting star just flew overhead. She was this palest blue, like, still ocean water. And her little kimono was made of waves. And her hair was blue and light blue and white, like sea foam. And she had so much fucking hair that I think her hair weighed more than she did. And she was like three and a half feet fucking tall. And she was probably one of the most beautiful goddamn things that I've ever fucking created in my life. And somebody burnt her. Mm. Yeah, but but I remember doing Brotherhood of the Wolf in a six-hour fucking stint. I didn't go to sleep until like two o'clock that fucking morning. man. Had to get back up at fucking five <laughs> because goddamn it, not only was I finishing that bitch's head, I was finishing that goddamn movie, and I was so mind fucked Guys, at the I end of that fucking movie that I could not <clears throat> fucking sleep. I was just like, Ugh. I promised Ugh. her. I promised her. When we started this, it wouldn't be 30 minutes. I promised her. I lied. <laughs> I lied so bad. We'll be okay. We I don't will. have to get up super early. And if I go in with a little bit of a hangover and I explain to Arthur what happened, he'll be okay. He'll laugh. He'll, he'll, be, <laughs> exactly. he'll be like, it's he'll about like, fucking time. He'll be like, I got time, you drunk bitch. <laughs> I've been telling you, you need a drink for a while. I went to New Orleans by myself and went to the... St. Louis number one and got visited. I had a little visitor come with me. The a black little black cat. cat who hung out with me through the whole walk of the cemetery and then left me as soon as the cemetery tour walked in. And I'm going to tell you what. Never have I felt so much joy at having a familiar come visit me in my life. Because I stopped by what I'm pretty sure is the grave of um, Madame Marie. Laveau. Yeah. Marie. Yeah. And I stopped to give her what I brought her, which was a couple of black and miles and a small bottle of rum. She likes it. And this small black cat jumped out of the bushes and ran over to me. That was her approval. And she 
rolled around at my feet and we talked and I petted her and I loved on her and she walked with me through that whole cemetery. Like that whole set, we did it all by ourselves, just me and her. We took pictures of the most beautiful, most beautiful freaking graves in the world. And as soon as she saw or heard the cemetery tour, because we heard it at the same time, she looked at me and I said, yes, baby, go, go. And she took off. And then I started seeing people. And I was just... What a lot of people Blown don't realize <laughs> about Marie Laveau. I spent a lot of years working out of Moron. I mean Morgan City, Louisiana. Moron City. Moron City, Louisiana. And I would go visit New Orleans on my way back to Florida. You and know, what, I went to Marie Laveau's voodoo shop and I walked back out. It's commercialized. It it's, was, um, the feeling was wrong. It's commercial. It's. It was not. No it longer. was not what I wanted, and Reverend Zombies was closed, and I was terribly upset. But there were three stages to Marie Laveau. It was the grandmother, the mother, and the daughter. And a lot of people don't realize that. That's why Marie Laveau has the image of being immortal, because every time they thought someone would go visit Marie Laveau, she never aged. It's because the mother, the grandmother, and the daughter all looked fucking identical. It's like she walked out of a time paradox and just stepped in. It was amazing. So, the Marie Laveau at the cemetery you went to usually has a whole bunch of X's on her tombstone. That is the original Madame Laveau. That's who I talked to. That is the original. And I went and paid, I paid my respects and I told her that I was so very happy I said, you have no idea how exalted I am to be able to meet you, ma'am. And I bring you these gifts. And I took a bottle of rum. I took a bottle of rum and I had, I had taken, I had bought a I didn't box have cigars. of Black and Mild with me because they were like two for a fucking dollar. Yeah. So I was like, drive, ma'am, just drive. It's, it's easier to. Chew on a black and mild. It is. Than it is to smoke 20 cigarettes. Dude, I mean, like, literally, it saved me on cigarettes. Slow burning. Slow burning. Smell good. Tasted good. I could put a little weed in there. Excuse my language, Spotify. But, you know. Yeah. And it was a long-ass fucking drive, dude. They think. have Joe Rogan on here, so I'm sure we can get away with talking about you know, weed. Um, <laughs> you talked about mushrooms yeah, earlier. I packed weed in that bench and, you know, just kind of cruised through. And... I took her some tobacco, and I took her the burnt, you know, the booze. Now, you got to be careful, because uh, my favorite of the lower, Baron Samod, he sure does love that rum. Samod did not fuck with me. He likes to make them white, prudish women act outside their normal character. You got to remember, Luckily, I went to the prudes. dungeon. I know. And was not having any of the shit. Like, I went to the dungeon and had some dude climb up underneath my fucking feet. Because he was determined that he was going to be my dog. And I was like, um, no, no. thank you. I'm a cat person. <laughs> I don't know you like that. 
you know, I, I was just, I was a little put off by that. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the things I saw in the dungeon were appetizing, but at that point I was going as a tourist, not as a player. So, since I didn't know anybody there and I was by myself and I didn't have any backup, I wanted to make sure that I got the fuck out of there alive. Right. And, and someone and still ended up slitting all four of your fucking tires. Mm. Just one. Just one of your tires. Just okay. one. They put, a, they put a razor in one of my tires. So, yeah. But I don't know who that was because it was in a locked fucking parking lot the whole goddamn time. So I made somebody very angry when I was there, and I do, to this day, I do apologize for I did not intentionally give homage, uh, intentionally give homage to. But I did have the chance to stay in a haunted hotel, which was the Lurie Mason. Oh, I want to go to Madame Lalori's. I walked by there. I walked. I've walked by it a thousand times. I never felt been it. In. I felt it all. It was bad. It made me sick to my stomach. It is bad, but I want to go inside. It made me sick to my stomach walking by that place. I could not go in there. But I did stay in a haunted hotel, which they would probably tell me it was not haunted. But at 3 a.m. every fucking night, because one night I was up at 3 a.m. and I was sitting outside in the cold, because it was 20 fucking degrees the whole time I was fucking there, I swear to God. I was sitting outside smoking a cigarette, and I watched the gate open. And I watched the gate shut because I stayed in the slave quarters, part of it. And I heard the footsteps come down the fucking walkway. And I saw the shadow. And I'm just sitting there at my little freaking, my little table, my little bistro table, my little bistro chair, smoking my little cigarette, watching this fucking shadow walk by, going, oh shit so strong you're so fucking strong I can see you amazing fucking experience beautiful fucking city the museums there are so fucking epic they are epic I mean I spent more <clears throat> time I spent more time in the business district and the than I did in the quarter well guys the computer is dying and I don't want to lose all this because it's fucking golden this is gold high we'll five do this again next week kids and i will find something so terribly amusing to talk to you about because i know a whole bunch of crazy fairy tales that well i love thomas but he didn't have a romanian grandmother i didn't have a romanian grandmother i had cherokee grandmother who was we don't talk about that well if you talk romanian about it it shows up said we talk about that because otherwise you don't learn from somebody else's mistakes so we will talk about something ever so cool next next week i got a co-host guys on tuesday because i kind of like this getting drunk on tuesday thing even though i'm going to be hungover on wednesday we might do it on monday night that works too like as soon as you get home from work we start drinking okay all right guys i love y'all we got to go before i lose all this because i will cry we're not gonna cry. We're gonna we're not gonna lose it. And we will talk next week, kiddos. Love y'all. Be safe. Keep on your mental health regimens. 